Thanks for dropping into the Verse Podcast. My name is John, and we're just trying to figure out what the Bible says together. Today, we're going to be reading Exodus chapter 17, verses 1 through 7. Let's get into it. single one of us is going to experience our own proverbial wilderness in life, a place where you struggle, a place where you're wandering around or trying to figure out life, where you don't have clear answers and you face issues. You could be wrestling with relationships in that time, with friends, with loved ones, with family. Maybe you're in a wilderness of desperately wanting children and it's not happening for you. Maybe it's not related to the home at all. Maybe it's connected to your employment, whether it's finances or um, some people are continually under the gun of insufficient funds. Maybe that's you. It could be an ongoing health issue. Maybe it's a problem related to academics and school issues. That is your wilderness, whatever it is. You ever ask the question, where is God? Did he lead me here? Am I supposed to be here? Why don't I hear from him? Will he save me? This is a biblical principle. It reverberates throughout the entire Bible, but it begins in today's reading from Exodus. Today's episode is inspired by a message that I listened to on this passage by John Piper. I hope today's episode encourages you. Before we read, let's look at some context briefly. The people of Israel had been enslaved for hundreds of years in Egypt at this point. The time for their deliverance had come, and God sent Moses to lead the people out of Egypt after 10 devastating plagues and crossing the Red Sea. They were camping from place to place. God provided food for them when they grumbled and complained in the wilderness. And where we meet them in today's text is only six weeks after their deliverance from Egypt. This generation of Israel in just the last months, had seen with their own eyes some of the greatest miracles in the history of the world. Knowing that now, let's prepare to read from Exodus chapter 17, verses 1 to 7. At the Lord's command, the whole community of Israel left the wilderness of sin and moved from place to place. Eventually, they camped at Rephidim, but there was no water there for the people to drink. So once more, the people complained against Moses. Give us water to drink, they demanded. Quiet, Moses replied. Why are you complaining against me and why are you testing the Lord? But tormented by thirst, they continued to argue with Moses. Why did you bring us out of Egypt? Are you trying to kill us, our children and our livestock with thirst? Then Moses cried out to the Lord. What should I do with these people? They're ready to stone me. The Lord said to Moses, walk out in front of the people, take your staff, the one you used when you struck the water of the Nile, and call some of the elders of Israel to join you. I will stand before you on the rock at Mount Sinai. Strike the rock and water will come gushing out. Then the people will be able to drink. So Moses struck the rock as he was told and water gushed out as the elders looked on. Moses named the place Massa, which means test and Meribah, which means arguing. Because the people of Israel argued with Moses and tested the Lord by saying, 
Is the Lord here with us or not? So it's clear that God was leading their journey. Just so you know, contextually, at the Lord's command, they were led by a pillar of clouds by day and a pillar of fire by night. But maybe ask the question, why would God lead his people to a campsite with no water after he'd been providing for them in the wilderness? Maybe that's where you feel you are now. In the wilderness, circumstances are dire. There's nothing to drink. And you're trying to follow God in all this, but you feel like he's abandoned you. And it's going to end badly. You can't effort your own way out of it. So wait, maybe that's the point. So even after all of this, the Israelites again are accusing Moses and essentially God of wanting to kill them. After all of that, after all they've seen, they don't trust him. They had no true faith. And that's why this generation, only two people, Joshua and Caleb, enter the promised land. They aren't questioning God's timing. They're questioning his goodness. They aren't saying that God is not able to give them water. They're saying he doesn't intend to. His purposes aren't saving. According to them, they're murderous. But in spite of Israel's fickleness, maybe that's too kind of a word, God in his mercy performs another miracle. He provides in spite of their sin. He does. The same staff that Moses used in Egypt, same power, same God, same grace, true then, true today in your waterless wilderness. God did not withdraw his presence. It was his presence that made the water flow. I will stand before you on the rock. He's saying, I am taking my stand on the rock that will give you life because my presence is your life. I brought you out of Egypt to myself. You think you need water? You need me. Like I had mentioned before, this is a story that reverberates throughout the entire Bible and still applies to us today. When God brings you into a waterless encampment, when there is no human hope, trust him. Trust him. He brought you into the wilderness. He can bring you out. He will take his stand on the rock and be your life. We're going to take a moment or so and sit with this on the scripture, on what was revealed today. And perhaps this is a time where you can connect with God, maybe for the first time in a long time. Um, Sit for a moment in these uh, next few minutes and... um, Whatever God has shown you today, take a few deep breaths and let God's truth filter into your mind and into your soul. And don't leave until you're ready. We'll do that and then come back on the other side. 
As always, my friends, thank you so much for listening to the Verse Podcast. I hope it is bringing you encouragement. Um, I don't take it for granted that you take some time out of your day to spend it here. All the resources I use to put this podcast together and in my own personal study are linked in the show notes, as well as a link to my social media. I'd love to connect with you there. If you wouldn't mind, if you're on Apple Podcast, make sure you follow and make sure you leave a rating and a review that helps the podcast grow. It helps more people see it and helps make the podcast better. I hope you know that these are not just words, but um, this is a deep posture of gratitude I have for every one of you. Thank you so much for listening to the Verse podcast today. I hope you can go out and make hope louder for others in your life. And we'll talk tomorrow.